The content of this podcast, including thoughts, views, and opinions expressed by its host, is solely intended for entertainment purposes and is presented on an alleged basis. It is important to note that we do not create news, but rather aim to report it. Yo, 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 welcome back, welcome back to Keep That Vibe Podcast. Marcus, I see you over there, and I am Lorenzo. Is this episode four? Cuatro, if you're Spanish. Episode four, wow, look at us pushing through, pushing through as we should. So, Marcus, uh, you know, how was your week? What's going on, you know, the usual dude, what's up? Well, I'm excited to be on episode four, the relationship vibe. So even before I tell you about my week, you see, you notice where I'm at right now? I'm actually in Paris, the city of love, because this episode is all about relationships. So I feel like I wanted to go to a place with my heart. You see my heart on my shirt? What heart? It's there. It's right there. Heart. Boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> where are you at, Lorenzo? <laughs> um, I am closed uh, because <laughs> being that this is the relationship vibe episode, um, okay. I am not accepting, accepting no offers, so I'm closed. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Just like the government almost was. <laughs> almost, 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 almost. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I feel like we're doing opposites right now. You know, I'm I'm in a city of love. I want to find love, and you just it's closed. But I'm good. We're still here together. We're still here together. I'm good. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, over this week, um, as you know, it was Thanksgiving, so I actually hosted a friendsgiving, um, which some people on this. Oh, they were here. You was there. I met you. In I was there. I was there. Like, I was there. The virtual. It was like right there. And it was, it was we, fun. We were there. From what I remember, um, I'm just playing, kind of. But it was, <laughs> it was fun to be able to come come together and drink and eat. Um, I didn't cook because as you guys saw the reels and stuff, <laughs> cooking is not my expertise. It's just, you know, I could do a little something, something. But I, you know, had, had my, my cousin cater it. So I was able to enjoy then. How okay, was your okay. Thanksgiving. I I was very thankful that we weren't eating cereal and drinking tea. I'm I'm which, I'm very happy. Which would not have been bad, but it's better to have the turkey, greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, all that. <laughs> Lamb, fam, hog, dog. <laughs> um, you name it. You name it. <laughs> but uh. She she is. Shout out to you, um, Doctor Pastor Shirley Caesar. We see you. We see you. Um, yeah, I, I know her name. Um, <laughs> Everybody's a doctor now, <laughs> except for us. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't I don't think I want that tab on uh, my student debt. I don't I don't want that. I don't want that. But um, for me, uh, you know, this past week was you know really smooth. Uh, like you said, we seen each other in person at Friendsgiving. That was really good. Um, we see each other. Um, and shout out to your cousin for catering because I definitely tore that food right on up. 
and came right home and was picking from two pans for maybe the next two days in true black fashion. You better eat that food, eat those leftovers until Sunday to go bad on Sunday. So, um, yeah, it was just that. Um, I was very, you know, thankful for all of us coming together. Um, I was thankful for, you know, spending time with my dog as well, Hudson. Uh, I know y'all tired of him, but um, I was I happy. <laughs> he said woof. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I was very excited and, you know, very happy to, you know, be out with my friends and, you know, just sitting down. Because like I said before, you guys are my chosen family. So um, it was it was it was fun. And, you know, like I said, leftovers only last about, what, three days after Thanksgiving. So by Sunday, you should be throwing that out in the garbage. I'm saying like three and a possible because you got to just do like the smell check. What? What? Are you kidding me? Just to ah! a little bit and just be like, mm, mm. Smell check, taste check. If it's sour, <laughs> throw it out. Especially with that mac and cheese. If you heat it up and that pop and stop and you tasted it and it tasted like somebody drowned it in salt. Throw it out. You it's warm, done. You just it's warm done. It up longer because the heat kind of like it like recooks it. You know put it in the oven. You're supposed to put it in the oven. You're not supposed to reheat it in the microwave. No. Uh -uh. Yeah. Uh -oh. yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Throw, um, throw. If it's after Sunday, throw it away. Throw it away. Throw it away. We don't want nobody going to the hospital for food poison because Marcus from Keep That Vibe Podcast said you have to do a smell test. Throw it away after Sunday, three, please. I said three and a possible. Three and a possible is what I said. There's so, no possible. Three days max. Smell. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, please, at your own discernment, please throw away those leftovers. Throw away those leftovers if it does not taste good or y'all just tired of eating the same thing for the past four days. Throw it away. Throw it away. Chuck it. Goodbye. Food poisoning. Food poisoning. What is your? Let's have a mental health check in. So, what is oh your color? What's what's your color this week, Lorenzo? Oh my God. Um, out of control. I am on a solid green. I've been on a solid green. Um, you oh, know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let's hold. Ring the bell. Are, 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 are we ringing the bell for, for me being green? Okay. <laughs> I love that song. Tower, with the green. Please, please. I don't, I don't, I don't think this will appear though. I was gonna say green, and we're green. Look at that. <laughs> this is the green six flags cup. You know, it's my little prop, but it's not working. Yeah, I make green. Um, <laughs> I make green. You know, I'm, I'm happy I was able to see everybody this week, and um, you know, just spend time with them. Uh, yesterday, I, I saw my uh, friend Tanisha. Shout out to Tanisha. And Tanisha's game night last night, um, it was dope. I met new people, and I met some of my old friends from uh, our previous job together, and it was cool seeing them. And yeah, I ended the week really good and on the high, so no pun intended. So um, <laughs> I ended it. What that means? <laughs> I ended the week on green, and I want to start my week on green as well. What about you? Okay. 
Um, I feel like I'm actually at a yellow. Um, I think that the holiday oh. times reminds me of like, of like where I was like growing up with the family and the coming together. Yeah. And I feel like it's it's changing. So I have to like accept the fact that things are changing, but I can use that as mm-hmm. an opportunity to kind of create my own traditions, like right. like Friendsgiving and other things, because it's not like how we are going to be, but like things were like how it was when I was younger, but it's okay because change is good. And I'm going to just try to create some new traditions so that, you know, as this holiday season is coming up more, I could turn and be a better green. Like Okay. <laughs> okay. Listen. Uh, I don't want to say this because I don't know if my therapist is watching, but this green is probably temporary. So, um, <laughs> no, it's probably no, temporary. No, 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 we don't want it to be, be temporary. Really. It's going to stay El, green. <laughs> El positivo. So, um, we're going to be positive. We're going to hope for this to stay green, but right now it can be just temporary green. So, yeah. <laughs> you um, know, well, you know, who's, you know who's not a green? Who's not agreeing? All of these celebrities that we're about to talk about in oh. pop culture <laughs> coming up next, they are not green at all. <laughs> it's given full stop of a red, okay? <laughs> so, so keep it locked to keep that vibe and look out for the question of the day. Because if you answer the question of the day on our YouTube channel, then next week we could actually show you your results. So look out for the question of the day coming up right now. Today's question of the day is, at this point in your life, would you want to be in a relationship or single, and why? Let us know so we can feature your answer on the next episode of Keep That Vibe Podcast. Hey you, yeah you, I see you, where you going? Don't go too far now, because there's more of Keep That Vibe Podcast to come. Hey, 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 what's up? You saw that question that just popped up on your screen? That's our question of the day. I, I, I know you've seen it. So make sure to comment your answer to the question of the day in our comments down here, over there, wherever it is. Leave your answer, and if it's good enough, we will definitely feature your answer in next week's episode. So make sure to answer that question. But um, moving along... We are now going to dive into pop culture. So, I think I'm going to bring this up first. And Marcus, I know you probably heard what's going on around this. <clears throat> the beloved Kiki Palmer. Okay. Oh, now, sweetheart. America's princess, America's first black Cinderella. Hold on. America's first black Cinderella on Broadway. We're not taking that away from Brandy. My girl. But, um, what happened? Or Nini? (laughs) 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 Not, no. Listen, Mama Morton from Chicago is is two different things, okay? (laughs) But back to Kiki. Um, Kiki has been going through a lot recently. Um, Besides, you know, the whole Usher thing, now we're kind of stuck in another Twilight Zone here of now it's Kiki Palmer versus the baby daddy, allegedly. 
because um, we have all seen the security camera footage that was submitted to um, the law offices in LA, I believe, um, to create this case. And uh, Kiki Palmer is allegedly claiming uh, domestic violence from her baby daddy, um, as we've seen in some of these uh, photos that were released to the public that uh, unfortunately they are, you know, scuffling with each other and it's not good. It's not good. Um, Allegedly, this DV has been happening for over two years in their relationship. Um, And we've all got a glimpse into this when um, everything was released and we first heard that she was filing a restraining order against Darius himself pertaining to the pictures. So um, Kiki Palmer was granted a a temp restraining order from the judge and was also granted legal and physical custody of their son, Leo. Um, But as everybody is seeing, it's not a good look for the baby daddy because the baby daddy is just like, going on with issues he had an issue with what she wore to the usher concert now all of a sudden you're out here getting you know accused of dv and you know hitting our girl you know it's your girl hitting our girl and we don't like that because it's not healthy it's very toxic um you know the baby is involved come on now like it's a lot Marcus, have you heard about this? I have. And even though I know that they love each other, in the words of Tina Turner, what does love got to do with it? <laughs> but but seriously, I actually believe it. And I believe it because of what the mother said. Um, her mother, I know she recently went on live and she said a lot about what, what was going on. And I feel like throughout their relationship, Kiki has been really trying to be private about it. We spoke about it on the last episode a few mm-hmm. episodes ago, where we said that Kiki likes to keep it private and we're just trying to be in her business. So the fact that the mother's like kind of breaking the fourth wall and saying that like, oh, this is what's happening. Like, I'm saying like, well, I believe her. And I believe that if, if you're a parent and your kid is getting attacked, you're going to do whatever it takes to defend them. And she has said like, I'm tired of this man like attacking my daughter. Right, right. No, listen, if I was in Mama Sharon's predicament and, you know, I was hearing that about my child and the alleged abuse from, you know, their significant other, I would be hot as well. But uh, tagging along to what you're saying about Mama Sharon, um, next within this case, uh, it's going to spiral out a little bit more. So um, before Mama Sharon had her tirade and legitly went fully off, as we all have seen. Um, I don't know if many of you guys know this, but uh, Darius's brother is Saranish Jackson. Saranish Jackson played as Dro in Issa Rae's Insecure. So. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here's where it gets a little bit deeper. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it a little, a little hot really quick. So allegedly, but also confirmed, um, Tasha... From Insecure, her real name is, is Dominique Perry. She did have a child with Saranis. 
and the baby's name is Zen, a beautiful little girl, beautiful little girl. However, they are not together. Yeah, Zen, because they both need to be Zen about what's going on. Hmm. Okay. So, um, Saranus and Dominique, they had a child, beautiful baby girl. However, we have heard, this is all alleged as well, that Saranus has not been the best baby daddy to Dominique. Even when they were together, he was not the best partner as well. Um, and that's all alleged. There's a lot to dive in with that, which we're not going to do right now. But Saranus thought it was cute to go on Twitter and say this, which was deleted. He legitly said, the most disgusting, vile, abusive, manipulative person I have ever encountered in my entire life. Is he talking about Kiki with that sub? I feel like that's a sub. Then he says, abuses almost everyone. Y'all will see. Just send positive energy to the babies. Any child in the middle of something like this does not deserve it at all. Wow, so damn sad. Now, that was a tweet in delete which, you know, um, was pulled also for me. It was pulled from EssenceMagazine.com because they was actually able to catch it. And that capture of the tweet was pulled from the shade room. So this has been circulating and it really wasn't hot. It really wasn't hot. So now the, him saying this and posting that and deleting it. So guess what? Mama Sharon thought that was an indirect attack on Kiki because it was right after... This all had came out. So, Vita Neighborhood Talk, uh, they actually have this video up. Um, I'm just going to run through really quick what Mama Sharon had said to, in, well, Mama Sharon has said in response. She said, I've never done anything like this. I've been in this business for 22 years. I've seen a lot of stuff, but this, this, I can't help myself. For Saranis, Darius's brother, to post on his Twitter the ridiculous stuff he's posted when he knows his brother is abusive. I went to Saranus over a year ago and told him that his brother was abusive to my daughter. And he said, oh, well, I used to be like that too. Wow. So now he's posting on Twitter like he's just a special guy. And we know he's the biggest F boy in Hollywood. He's disrespectful to women just like his little brother. He told his little brother how to be abusive so he doesn't get to act like he's a special guy. I'm saying, no, you're an F boy and you are a part of the problem. Now, that was Mama Sharon's clapback. How do you feel about that clapback, Marcus? Um, I, I think, like I said before, I think that she should defend her daughter. But just don't switch it up now because when when they were together, he was the perfect son-in-law and... They want to get married. They're going to have this kid. They had this great, like, image. So just don't go too far to the other side and be like, now all of a sudden, because it didn't work out, that he was such a horrible boy. Because if he really was, then you would have told your daughter, don't have a kid or don't don't be with him. But I do support that she's, I think that her word means something in Hollywood. Because she's been with Kiki since the, the very beginning. The beginning, And yeah. I, feel, I feel like her word means something because she could have said a lot of stuff earlier and she didn't she kind of responded to what she's saying but don't like flip-flop because i can't stand a flip-flop person just say i thought he was good but it didn't work out so my daughter needs to break up with him and just move on that's what i think right well you know in all alleged that we're reporting um these are things that we received from you know multiple sources the shade room the neighborhood talk essence.com 
Um, and, you know, some of this can be true. Some of this can also be false. So, you know, we just have to wait until everything kind of unfolds. But um, also, since Mama Sharon has been on her tirade, Saranis clapped back. That's why I said this is going to be heavy because it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. So Saranis replied to Mama Sharon in a shade room uh, comment thread saying, I have never once said what Sharon replied to y'all that I was abusive to women. I had never said that to her. I've never been abusive to any of the women I've ever been involved with. I'm not going to keep on with this circus, but Sharon, the world is about to hear your voice very soon and the threats you made to my family. That is just wild. And oh, Jesus, stay with me, stay with me, because we got a little bit more to go. So um, when he said that, um, thereafter, there was a recording as well released. Now, this is from Darius releasing this. He submitted this to TMZ. The baby um, father. T the, the, the baby father, yes. Stay with me, y'all. Saranis is the brother who was on Insecure. Darius is Kiki's baby daddy. So, um, you know, alleged, you know, uh, now this is alleged as well. Um, Darius shared a conversation that he was having on Kiki's phone with Sharon asking, where is Leo? Because he came to the house, allegedly looking for Leo to take him to watch football with dad, him. And Leo was not at the house. So there was an argument that sprawled out with Sharon on the phone. And Sharon said, you better watch out or you're going to get a bullet in your motherfucking head. It sounds like Sharon. It's alleged, but we don't know if it's actually Sharon saying that. But if I was in that predicament and I was a father and I had to deal with that, I wouldn't have said that. I would say something a little bit different because I know people are quick to run and throw it out and make me like the bad guy. I'm just trying to protect my child and my grandchild. So of course my grandbaby not going to be there when you come looking for him and you all riled up. Absolutely not. What do you think about mama Sharon saying, I'm going to pull it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a bullet in your motherfucking head. Like that doesn't sound like her. It doesn't sound like her. It doesn't sound like her to me. I, I mean, I think that Darius is the, the boyfriend, right? Yeah, the baby I daddy. That, that, I think that Darius um, posted it to try to make her look bad, but I don't think she looks bad mm -hmm. there. I think that if you're a mother and you have to say that you're going to put a bullet in, in somebody, they must really be doing something crazy to your, your child that you get to right. that, that level. It's not going right. to be like, good morning, or I'm put a bullet in your head. It's like you right. must have been doing something constantly to the point where she feels like, allegedly, this is how she has to protect her kid. And yeah. I think that I think that he was trying to do it to make her look bad, but to me, I don't see anything wrong with that. I think that if if you get mad enough, you need to defend defend your kids. So, um, Kiki's mom is defending her, her daughter. Yeah, yeah. Kiki, uh, I sh like shout outs to Kiki and Sharon. Like you know, this is again, people. This is all alleged. We don't know if that was really Sharon on a call making you know that threat, but we hope it's not because we've seen them grow. Um, me being a actual Kiki Palmer fan, uh, from when she was on True Jackson VP on Nickelodeon, 
I've seen her speak about her mother being on her side through her whole career. And I just love that bond. I love that mother-daughter bond. I just love it so much. So, you know, for these shocking allegations to be hitting, you know, the streets and media like this, it really hurts a little bit because it's like, you know, Kiki has always been private. Like you said, Marcus, Kiki has always been private. She's kind of been out of the way. She doesn't really get into big things like this. Like, you know, scandals like this, you'll think from like, I won't say higher profile celebrities because in my head, Kiki is an A-list celebrity to me. Um, but, you know, you expect this from like A-list? rap stars, A-list to me, my, watch it, watch it. Okay. So the thing is Kiki for me is up there with, you know, not Beyonce, but they both are Virgos, but, but Kiki's she, but up there A-list, as entertainer. She should be. Well, I'm saying if we really want to talk about it, I don't think Beyonce comes in at, as A-list as well. Her name is known. We're not, we're not going to go there today. We're not going to go there today. I don't got time for listen, the Beyonce. Listen, nope, listen, nope, listen, nope, listen, nope, nope, listen, 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 all right. But, <laughs> we, love, but we love Beyonce, all, we love Kiki. <laughs> also, also, make sure y'all watch Kiki Palmer hosting the Soul Train Awards on November 26th, which is now. Um, and she will be hosting the whole Soul Train Awards on what network? On BET. On BET. <laughs> it will be streaming as well. So catch her, tune into some laughs, and make sure that you're sub- subscribed to the network or you won't see okay. it. Speaking but of black, black people, speaking of black people, um, Tasha K is at it again. Lorenzo, what are you going to do with Tasha K? What are you going to do with her? I'm saying, listen, I have no comment. That lady has been in so much <laughs> mess. Like, Baby, Cardi sued you. Cardi sued you. Be quiet. Be quiet. Well, according to the LA Times, Sasha K had an interview with Brother Bilal, Brother Bilal, who was the former assistant and close friend to Will Smith. And Brother Bilal, hey, hey brother, he allegedly says that he walked in on Will Smith and Dwayne Martin having sex. He says, and I quote, Will was bent over on the couch and Dwayne was murdering him. Um, <laughs> so, so, so you doing the bending? So you doing the bending? <laughs> Stop. This is not, this is not, this is a serious matter. How do you marry a woman and then turn around and let a man bend you over? Ain't nobody bending me. Oh, so, so you're doing the bending. Um, <laughs> before I talk about what Will and, and Jada said back to this statement, what do you think about him saying that um, Dwayne had Will on the couch? Murdering Bent him. Bent over. Bent over. Stuffing him like a turkey, okay? So, bend um... Bent over, bent over, bent over. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I really feel like now this, this right here is a cash grab. Honestly, I feel like this is because sir, sir, br- brother, as I should call you, brother, brother, brother Bilal, um, you had every opportunity to go somewhere else with this story, but you chose to go to Tasha K. Tasha K is already messy. Tasha K already is sued by Cardi B and she's still yapping like she has the money to do that. Tasha K came for T.S. Madison. T.S. Madison keeps on clearing her. So it's just like, mamas, please just go into a hole somewhere and shut it. 
shut it. She's still old Cardi, a lot of money. And it's like, you're still yapping. Get a regular job to pay this lady back for what you said. Like, you know, it's not like you're really making money off of this, profitable money. Because guess what? It's all going to Cardi. It's all going to Cardi. So, like, no, like, she, she has to learn to take her L's. Like, she didn't take the L with the lawsuit. That's a clear L. Brand it on your head. You lost, girl. You lost, and you got to pay her. And you're just like, yeah, no, I'm going to keep on talking. I'm going to keep on talking to talk because this is my thing. But guess what? You're not Wendy Williams. So stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I mean, she also, she didn't say it. Brother said it. Brother Bilal said it. So, I mean, I don't think that she's kind of learning her lesson by she's not saying the statements. She's letting someone else say it. But I'm more upset with Brother Bilal because I feel like if you're Will Smith's close friend and that actually happened, you shouldn't be out here spreading his his business. There's videos of him and Will together. I think Will even like included him in his book. And like they it's shown like there's clips mm-hmm. of him showing Will Smith claiming him to be like a really good friend. So I'm just Sa- Sasha K gonna be Sasha K and she's gonna move on to the next celebrity the following week. She's just trying to just gain publicity. But I feel like I'm more mad at Brother Bilal. But um, a spokesperson a for rap. Will Smith, exactly. A spokesperson a from rap. Will Smith released a statement saying that this is unequivocally false. And when asked, Jada mm. Pinkett stated, we suing. <laughs> we suing. We suing. Slam the door. We suing. We suing. Okay. Um, but speaking of, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, I was, I was going to add on a little bit more to like brother Bilal. Like I kind of did some back work as well. And, you know, allegedly he had a hand in the, the book that we all seen. There's a giant mural from that book painted maybe like two blocks down from my house. And it's just like, bro, if don't say, oh, <laughs> it's a nice well, painting. It's a nice, nice. painting. Who, whoever did the mural is wonderful. It looks just like him. It doesn't look like, you know, a weird wax figure and, you know, like Madame Tussauds and you can't recognize him. But no, it looks good. But I just feel like Brother Bilal, if this was really that deep, if it was really that deep for you, bro, you could have went to Gail King. You could have went to, uh, I'm about to say 106 in Park. Uh, <laughs> you could have went to all the other news outlets. I'm not naming everybody. Keep keep that vibe podcast. I'm saying he was gonna do it for free. We got that money. He, he could have came here. We could have, you know, added him. He could talk. Squeeze him in somewhere. I'm saying he <laughs> he he could have came to anybody besides Tasha K to actually say something. But I feel like you know, this is not gonna run through. Like this is not gonna hold any weight. It's not gonna hold any weight because Jada just said like, oh, you know, we're suing, and I feel like it's not gonna hold weight. Because if that is Will Smith's best friend and has been his best friend and been kind of like working with him on projects or whatever in the past, how do you look as a best friend just coming to air out your other best friend's dirty laundry that was also been accused since the 90s? This has been running since the 90s. I'm not even going to hold you. This, th- this rumor of Will and Dwayne has been running since the 90s. And also that has been alleged as well. But everybody's been saying it. We haven't gotten answers around it, but just the fact that he's coming forth to say, like, I saw them bent over, bro, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. How much money you want? And didn't Dwayne Martin have, like, money problems? Maybe he was doing it for money. Allegedly. 
I don't know. So, but anyway, I'm Cardi B. Cardi, <laughs> Cardi B. <laughs> We're not going to dive into Dwayne Martin. <laughs> Shout out Cardi to Tisha. We love you. To, Cardi B went on to Instagram to talk about this whole Will Smith, Tasha K debacle. And she said, and I quote, some people never change, referring to Tasha K. Mm-hmm. And she also says that she wants journalists to do more research before they promote um, a story. Because she feels like um, anybody could just come up and say anything. I mean, I could say that Will Smith did something to me. And if it if they're not doing any background, then we're just giving anyone an outlet to be able to express themselves. And then the celebrity en- ends up getting attacked. Yeah. Like uh, like in our next story, a celebrity getting attacked. Right? Right, Lorenzo? Yeah, definitely in our <laughs> next story. Um, So what... Like, what are we feeling about this whole situation? Like, you know, do we wish that, you know, Will and Jada will prevail from this? And, you know, that counter lawsuit will hit Brother Bilal where it hurts and he'll be quiet? Or, you know, do we want to see, you know, Brother Bilal's, you know, alleged accusations actually be proven right or wrong? I think that if there's there's a consequence for your actions that... It needs to be followed through because obviously with the Cardi B and Tasha K, her having to pay her is not good enough. I mean, even think about like like the world news. Um, like I know that Do- Donald Trump, he was like doing something in court and was like against the rules and he got fined and it doesn't really matter to him. So if people are not really, the consequences are not really followed through, then I don't think it's even worth it because the people still turn around and still do the same thing over and over again. So if you're going to do something and sue him, mm-hmm. make sure he can actually feel it. And if he can't pay it, it needs to be a steeper consequence. Right, right. Well, you know, shout out to Will, Jada, all them. But, you know, let's talk about another person from the 90s who has been in the news recently that has a lot going on. Diddy, 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 Diddy. Puff, Sean John, take that, Mr. Take that, take that. Bro, Bad what boy, is baby. going on? What is going on? Because this is a lot going on. First brother of all, love. Brother, bro- love. brother love, brother love. First of all, um, let, let's just jump right into what we already know. Um, we all know Miss Cassie, it's me and you. Now, I've been waiting. Yeah, Miss Cassie, um, she filed a lawsuit of alleged accusations against Diddy. Um, on November 15th in the New York uh, Manhattan uh, Supreme Court. So the alleged accusations that she had against him was physical abuse, um, her carrying a uh, firearm that belonged to Diddy in her purse to multiple events. Uh, It was also accused that she was forced to take drugs. She was forced to um, have sexual acts against her will. It was also um, accused that she was R-A-P-E-D. And also it was accused that Diddy did blow up Kid Cudi's car. Um, Now, to to, to piggyback off of that very quickly, um, unfortunately, Kid Cudi's car did explode in his driveway in 2012, but there was no linkage to Diddy actually doing that. So that's also an accusation as well. But uh, with that, uh, we thought this lawsuit was going to be a long, drawn-out battle. 
but it came to close short after two days later, November 17th, when um, Diddy basically settled with Cassie and uh, for an undisclosed amount. Um, and yeah, it's a, that, that was a lot. It was a shock to everybody. Um, and I'm, I'm just still shook. I'm still shook. Have, have you heard about that, Marcus? I heard about it, and I believe every single sentence that she said. I feel Period. like if you, if you are going to give someone money, that means that you know that there was some wrong done, right? And you want you want to kind of cover it up because if not, you could just be like, "No, I I deny it." And the fact that he he did it so quickly, not only did he do it, but he knows that she has receipts to prove it, and she's just like whoa like i need to i need to get this done because it was done like in a day or two i think and yeah it, it was it was very quickly like this came up yeah. grand opening grand closing and it was like it right. he wanted to do it to get rid of it quickly so i feel like maybe that it happened allegedly and i think that um that he was scared of it getting out more so that's why he wanted to kind of brush it under the rug Right, right. No, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Like, you know, once she said this and she kind of went into all these details, I was like, oh, baby, she's talking. I'm like, I believe it. I believe it. I'm like, because nobody's going to come and actually come with these accusations to like the Supreme Court and it be very small of an accusation. You have to come with something big, big, grand, large, something that's going to make everybody stop. It was, it was, it was really bad. You know, like, uh, I, I know you know, uh, Marcus, but you know, when they bring something like that, it can go to a smaller court or it can go to the Supreme Court. Uh, so county court, county court. So it can go to that. So say it happened in like the borough of Manhattan when all this majority stuff happened, she could have filed, hey, you know, smaller court in Manhattan. But she said, nah, this is U.S. Supreme level. Okay. So she went with that. Um, also, this is alleged, guys. Uh, this all kind of like took a tumble and came out because allegedly Cassie was coming out with a book. And this memoir was explaining some instances like that, but it did not have any relation to um, Diddy itself. It was just speaking like, you know, in third person form or whatever. Um, and she wanted to have it cleared by Diddy, but Diddy shut that down. And then he tried to pay her off. With a, uh, with a substantial undisclosed amount of money to kind of like keep her quiet. Um, this is all alleged as well because Cassie never really confirmed that she was trying to release a book, but it was also rumored that she was writing a book and this is what happened. Um, so this leads it to kind of look like a shakedown for money. And it's like, everybody's like, oh, you know, Cassie, Cassie's broke, she's running broke. So that's why she's sitting here doing it. Cassie is married to a millionaire, and we all know this. They have money. They have money. But, you know, people feel like it's a shakedown for more money because she has two kids. Um, and they're like, oh, you know, the husband is broke. And, you know, he used to be Diddy's, like, tennis coach and blah, blah, blah. Like, nobody really cares about that. Like, Diddy knew he had skeletons in his closet, and somebody was going to take the time to actually bring everything out 
and it's just you know we did we never thought it would be Cassie to sit here and be like this. Maybe we'd have, we would have expected Kim Porter, R.I.P. to her. We all know she was writing a memoir before she passed, um, and that really never hit the shelves. It was it wasn't finished. So we would think of bigger names to come out and say things about this about Diddy. Maybe like Nicki Minaj. We Nicki know we know Nicki worked with Diddy on Hello Good Morning. She probably seen some things. She probably didn't. We don't know. Mary, Mary's a long time friend. Mary J. Blige, Mary J. Been with Diddy since Uptown Records. That's how she got put on her, like Diddy and Andre Harrell. So it's like she's seen some things. That's her brother. We always see them like this. Anytime Mary's doing like a little movie, Diddy's there. Or anytime like you know Diddy's doing something, Mary's there around for in the background. We get the relationship, but I honestly don't feel like that was a shakedown for money. I don't feel like that. And people are just like, oh, it's a shakedown. Like, let's not invalidate what this woman is actually saying, what she's claiming, calling her a liar and all this other stuff. She's not lying. How, 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 how do you feel about that? I know I said a lot, but how do you feel about, like, you know, him trying to settle with her around the book? And now she's like, I'm going to take this shit bigger. How do you feel about that? You think she should have settled? I- I don't think that she's trying to shake him down for money neither. I think that she just mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to tell my, my my truth and I'm going to tell a story. And Diddy then realized, like, you know what? We're going to have to settle this out, out of court to yeah. keep it from actually going going further and you actually saying more things. So I think it was just a, a way of her saying, like, I'm ready to tell, tell it all, whether it's a mm-hmm. book or whether it's just, like, like drop, dropping more. And I think this is the way of Diddy just trying to, like, stop it. But I want Diddy to also understand that, like, everything is, like, all all connected. So, like, now people are now pulling up. You know how the internet is. They're pulling up all yeah. of these old things. Like, I saw, like, uh, Usher was was staying with Diddy when he was 15. And now people are like, well, what was actually happening over there while Usher was doing his, like, bad, bad boy training? Um, to like get into mm-hmm. the, the the music business, mm-hmm. and I think that like everything is is connected. So if if you're bad in this area, then everything that you've done so far, people are going to now go back and start to overanalyze it, look at clips, and I think that it's going to mess up his his image moving forward. Because mm-hmm. I I think that um, she wasn't the only person who said it, right? Wasn't there more more people who are coming yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah, so um, allegedly, actually, uh, recently, um, if you guys don't know who Aaron Hall is, Aaron Hall is was the uh, lead singer from the R&B group of the 90s called Guy, um, and there is a plaintiff that now has more allegations that Diddy and Aaron Hall took turns, um, R-A-P-I-N-G, her, and a friend after event at Uptown Records in the early 90s. Now, uh, this is via Rolling Stone, and they kind of, like, cleared it out a little bit more because there was so much, like, fuss around it. And he was like, what? Another one, another one? But, you know, we had to go and get actual details of what was going on. So, um, and I quote, and Marcus, I'm actually for your opinion around this as well. Um, in the file obtained by Rolling Stone, Jane Doe, who refuses to be named, as she should, uh, she alleged that her and her friend met Diddy and Aaron Hall at an event hosted by MCA Records, uh, who was a distributor of Uptown Records in the 90s in, in Manhattan. 
uh, and that Diddy and Aaron Hall were very flirtatious and handsy with Jane Doe and the friend, offering them drinks throughout the night. Um, and as the event was winding down, Diddy and Aaron Hall allegedly invited both women back to Aaron Hall's apartment for an after party. At the apartment, Jane was offered more drinks and was coerced into having sex with Diddy, which is also an alleged claim. Um, after Diddy finished doing his business with Jane in the bed, she laid there shocked, confused, traumatized, and she just tried to get her mind together. As she was getting dressed, Aaron Hall now just barged into the room, pinned her down, and forced Jane Doe to have round two with him. Um, from Diddy's legal team, this is what they said. They said, like, you know, these are fabricated claims falsely alleging misconduct from over 30 years ago and filed at the last minute. Now, when they say filed at the last minute, they're trying to take a shot at Cassie because Cassie actually um, caught her, um, caught the law of Adult Survivors Act in New York State, which basically allows uh, people who said they were victims of sexual abuse to file civil suits after the statute of limitations have expired. And Cassie's one-year window was closing a week after she filed her lawsuit. So now they're just trying to push over that and be like, oh, well, you're trying to do a Cassie shakedown or whatever. Honestly, I don't think it's a shakedown because the fact that this is all so vivid is so vivid. Like, what do you think about it, Marcus? You think this is a shakedown? Like, are you surprised there's another person coming forward? I'm surprised the victims are not male. Nope. But, but I... <laughs> but the answer... Uh... <laughs> to answer your question... Um, I think that, um, I think that they, <laughs> I'm still dealing with myself. These are all opinions from us. This is, this, this is not hate, facts. This is a legend. I hate when, I hate when like one per person says it and then a lot of other people come, come behind saying it because Like it a makes, bandwagon. Yeah. Cause then it makes it seem like you're like trying to attack the person. All the person has to say is they're all lying on me. So I feel like if this person, I know that sometimes like if you are going through something, it's hard for you to have the courage to kind of stand up. If you see somebody else doing it, you want to then say, I can do it too. But I just wish yeah. that this other person, uh, Jane Doe, would have came up without this whole Cassie thing and that she could have done her on her own. Okay. But we'll see what happens. Um, only, only time will tell what is the, the truth. Oh, all right. Well, you know, uh, speaking about, you know, people that are out here, you know, going through stuff and, you know, past lovers and, and, and current lovers, I heard something's going on with Krishan and Tamar. Yes. What's going on with that? You heard about that? Yes. You know, everyone's first of all, shout out to Braxton's. I heard that Braxton family values is coming back. Yeah, yeah. Where the Braxton's and you'll yes, see. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Tamar Braxton um, currently was celebrating her 10 years anniversary Love and War tour. 
and she actually invited everyone's baddie, favorite baddie, Kristan Rock, to come on stage and say hi to the audience and just kind of just, I think it was more like a meet and greet, like just like a, hey, what's up? I'm from, from the area um, and just say hi. Um, Kristan allegedly thinks that she was under the impression that she was supposed to perform one of her, her songs. I don't really follow Krishan's music, sorry. But I think that if if that was the, the case, then that would be great for her to be able to perform. But that, that's alleged. According to um, AtlantaBlackStar.com, um, backstage, Leroy Davis, which is Tamar's store manager, claims that Krishan Rock barged into Tamar's dressing room with, and I'm going to quote what he said, a thousand people drunk and smelling like weed. <laughs> That's my favorite quote. <laughs> <laughs> ah, not drunk and smelling like weed. It. What strain? I, I need to know. Was it loud? Because <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. But anyway, um, Christian was, was allegedly raging because she, she did not perform one of her songs, even though um, even though Leroy claimed that that was not confirmed that she was going to perform. Now, do you remember James Wright Chanel? He was the Patty's Pie. Patty Pie. Patty Pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so James Wright Chanel is one of Tamar's background singers as well. And they also yes, are should. good friends. So he mm-hmm. tried to, to jump in to save the the whole situation. And he was saying that, you know, to Kashan that no one's trying to shade you. And she said, lie again, lie again. And then when he spoke, to say no, no one was trying to shade you. Krishan allegedly punched him in the face, chipped his tooth, and James' face was all bloody. Um, it was a whole thing of whether, whether this happened. What what we can say is true is that James did have to go to the hospital, um, and he did have a chipped tooth. Yikes. Um, Tamar was trying to stay quiet after the event, but she eventually went on live to talk about it. And she As said she at should. first, she said at first, out of respect for James and his trauma, she didn't want to say anything, but she decided to change her mind to defend the people a part of her team. She also added that she did not invite Krishan on the tour to perform or open up for her, noting that she only suggested that she and fellow Maryland natives take part in the twerk off. So Tamar did confirm that she did not ask her to come to sing her song, but um, Krishan is saying that, that that she did. But what do you think about, about this whole, whole situation? This is wild. Like, you know, is it given, I just came here to dance? Or is it given, like, you know, I want to perform like my song. Like I was about to actually say, you know, the other song, "Hello, motherfucker," but that's not her song. That's not her song. That's not Krishan's song. That's Blueface's new girlfriend. I'm not familiar okay. with her music. <laughs> I'm not familiar with neither one of their musics, but you know, Baddie's gonna play it. Both of them, it's, yeah. Krishan does music. That's nice. I'm saying I just thought she was just Blueface's baby mama at this point, but I guess everybody's so talented nowadays. But um, I just feel like this whole debacle is wild. Like, you know, Tamar, I see Tamar being nice and being like, hey, girl, like, you know, I know you're going through a lot right now, like with Blueface and Krishan has been in the media. 
recently. So it's like, you know, giving her an outlet to show like, hey, you know, I'm normal like everybody else. I come to Tamar Braxton's concert because I love her music and I'm singing all the way home in the front row. But, you know, things took a real left turn when that all started happening and it's really not a good look for neither one of them. And I'm going to say like, you know, love to James, sending love to James because whatever happened, happened. And I believe that, you know, something happened because you're just not going to be all bloodied up with a chip tooth. Who hit you? Who shot you? Somebody did something to you. So it's like, you know, Krishan, mamas, they gave you a chance. Tamar didn't have to do that, but she did it. And you took it and you ruined it. You ruined it. You ruined it. And we all know something happened because if nothing happened, there wouldn't be the back and forth on social media. And there was. There was. I just feel like Tamar needs to get her team fully together because I'm not going to hold you. Peace and love to Tamar. But there's always something going on with her and her performances and her team or something. And we're tired. We want her to win. Tamar is here to win like Tony is winning. Like, you know, just uh, get it. Fix it. Fix it, Jesus. That's all I got to say. Fix it, Jesus, please. I think that that Christian needs to realize that everywhere she go is not the Zeus network. I'm okay. sorry. We, we are like applauding her and we're saying she's a baddie and she can go around and just punch, punch people not in the me. face. She should not actually me. be in, in jail. I'm just saying, oh. I don't know why. I don't know why we are not like more enraged by this. Like we can't, I can't just get walk around and just punch somebody in the face because I don't like what they're saying. Even if it could actually be the truth. Tamar did not need Krishan there because Tony Braxton, the living legend, was on stage singing okay. Jingling of Gold, a real okay. song, not like Krishan's song, a real song. Now I'm playing, it's not really a real song, but she was there and Tony Braxton coming on stage with Tamar was enough. We don't need Krishan ju- just to twerk and to talk about her new song, I Miss Blueface. I'm just playing, allegedly. But the point is, <laughs> the point is, I'm just tired of her getting all of this props for being ghetto i'm sorry the every place you go is not the zeus network and you need to realize that And if you don't realize it this is then you need to have some real consequences for what you're doing you can't just go punch people in the face because you don't like what they are are saying while you're smelling like like weed and liquor allegedly so so i i I love your point and i definitely agree with you however comma we need to start where all this started at once Blueface and Krishan were on Zeus and they started physically abusing each other, that's where it started to turn from, oh, y'all are bugging domestic violence on both ends to it's now acceptable because it's on the Zeus network and we're paying a subscription and yeah, it's media. They're, they're social media stars now. It's, it's not acceptable. It's not okay. Like, it should have been stopped there. Once they started doing all that other rah-rah stuff, regardless if it's for clicks or views, it should be stopped. It should be stopped. But, you know, people well, at Zeus, well, they well, thought Lorenzo, this... That has nothing... Sorry, but that has not, nothing to do with, with, with Tamar. If she wants to invite invite Krishan on it, then, I mean, that's fine. I mean, if they want to, like, think of, like, uh, Bobby and, and, and Whitney. They were a hot, hot mess, but 
everyone took them and threw them on being Bobby Brown and they promoted them. So if they want to be a hot mess over there on Zeus, if I was an artist, I would invite Mike Krishan too. Come on up here and, and twerk. Everybody going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's great. I'm using you. I mean, it's sad, but it's the truth. I'm using you to kind of get more, more people in. But what's not okay is you cannot put your hands on anyone. And that goes for Krishan and even Blueface when him beating her up on the show. It's not okay. And it should be zero violence. But if I want to use you to help to promote it, I should be able to. Right, right. But let's not forget, they were not sisters, okay? They were not sisters. And I'm talking about Tamar and Krishan. So it was already a weird link up when we heard that, you know, this was happening. It was like, well, what the hell is she going to do there? What, what, like, what's her point of actually being? People there? like her. People like her. People are gonna do be pe like, oh, baddie. Do, do people do? Do people like her because she actually brings something to the table, or do people like her because they know she's gonna fight somebody and she's gonna bring that toxicity with her? What she shows on the baddies and what she's showing with Blueface, because all we know, Krishan for him now is fighting nothing else somebody asked me hey can you give me one good quality about Krishan rock well maybe now i can give her one good quality because she's a mother besides that what else is she known for what else are people paying her to come and host events for for nothing they hope that she can fight somebody that's what all they're looking for right now they're looking for a fight from her and her un <laughs> thoughtful self is giving that to them she, she's feeding the request and it's 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 sad like girl get it together get it together do something you're a mother and my kiki palmer voice i'm a mother she's a mother like girl go over there stop trying to do whatever open like a luxury brand store a co-signment store something like all the other girls do open something else on the side to provide for you and your child because at this point you out here fighting girls is definitely giving jocelyn from when she uh transitioned from love and hip hop off the show to Zeus. And all we seen Jocelyn for a while was fighting, fighting, fighting. Her and TMZ fighting behind fights from like, I think it was the Mayweather fight, something like that. She was fighting and she fought this girl and we all seen that unfold. We're tired of seeing black women who are mothers fighting just to make a name for themselves. There's more to it than that. And I don't think she understands that. But, but sadly it's, it's not because she fights every week and baddies on Zeus is like the highest rated show over there. And they're, it's they're not doing Jocelyn's well. cabaret, Miss Wendy. She fighting over there too. I think that, <laughs> I think that we need to just say that violence is not okay in all areas. I think that if you want to be in, in that space where it's cute, then you can go ahead and do that. But you can't just go around hitting people. I don't care if you're Krishan. I don't care if you're Jocelyn Hernandez, the Puerto Rican princess. I don't care if you're, you're Blueface. Keep your hands to yourself, okay? And I feel mm. like if we don't go to a break, Lorenzo, we're going to get punched in the face, okay? We go, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to get punched in my solar plex, and I don't want to get punched in my solar plex. So make sure y'all stick around. Also, if y'all need to rewind the video to see the question of the day, go ahead and rewind the video to see the question of the day. Because we want y'all to answer it. All right? So stick around. We'll be back. Today's question of the day is, at this point in your life, would you prefer to be in a relationship or would you prefer to be single? And why? 
Let us know in the comment section so we can feature your answer on the next episode of Keep That Vibe Podcast. Welcome back to Keep That Vibe Podcast, the greatest podcast in America. And it's time for rants, rants, and more rants, where Lorenzo and I tell you about something that's really bothering us. So this week, my topic is, imagine that you're on, on a plane, Delta, I hope. I, I, I love Delta. Hope you like it too. And you know, you have, have the whole flight, you got, got your snacks, the movie, everything is great. And then the plane lands, finally. It lands, and you're there. And then as soon as the plane lands, you have all these people standing up. I don't know. That just annoys me so much. Where the F are you going? Like, people are just getting up. And then the plane has to still find where they're going. And they have to, like, put the thing to connect to the plane so we could get out. So you end up standing there for, like, a good 15 minutes. And it's just awkward. The plane does not have that much space. So I don't know why you're standing up. Sit down until the pilot says, now you can get up because people are rushing to get up to do absolutely nothing. And it annoys me. So if you're on a plane with me, when the plane lands, do not get up till I tell you. I will tell you when to get up. I'll be that person to be like, get up. What do you think about, about this, Lorenzo? Does that bother you too? So it definitely bothers me. Um People need to sit down when that little light is on. It says, put your seatbelt on. You put it on. You sit down. When they say, fold your tray up, you fold your tray up. When they say, hey, we're landing, do it. Do it. There's no reason why you're not doing it. Who are you trying to fight here? You're not flying the plane. You're not the stewardess. You're not the flight attendant. Listen to what they say. Um, I just think, like, <laughs> with that, it's just so annoying because with me, I usually have like a carry on. So of course, you know, we all have to struggle to get that carry on from from the top, but we're all sitting here looking wild because we're trying to get off the plane first. Why are we struggling to get off the plane first? For what? There's nothing on fire. They're, they're, like, no, everybody get up once it lands. They say, take off your seatbelt. Everybody in an organized fashion, row by row, leading to the back. Okay. I'm talking about for the back, the people back in the back of the plane, back of the bus, Rosa, back there in like the 30s and 40s, 30s and 40s. Y'all trying to get to the front like, you know, y'all got to go somewhere. Y'all got a hot date going on. So everybody relax. Oh, yeah. Everybody relax um, and uh, just wait until it comes to your row. For me. Wait for Marcus. I'll tell you when to get up and to leave. Just wait for me. Wait for me. It's giving soul plane. It's giving soul plane when the flight attendant came and we're on the walkie-talkie. Walkie I, ah. I, always, I don't always fly spirit. But <laughs> no. not spirit equals soul plane. But anyway, ah. Lorenzo, not what's too bothering heavy. you? This, ah. What's bothering you this week, Lorenzo? Oh my goodness. Um <laughs> what's bothering me right now, and when I say right now, I mean right now, what's bothering me right now is nosy ass neighbors when I'm walking Hudson. Please stay out your window, mind your business, don't try to bring your dog outside thinking it's cute. It is not cute. 
We come in peace and we plan to leave the complex and do a walk around the corner in peace as well. But what really, what really pissed me off was there was a car that had a broken window by where me and Hudson usually walk so he could do his business. So Hudson sits and he's like, I'm going to sit down real quick. But he happens to sit by the car that has the broken window. So this is a perfect opportunity for me to take a picture of Hudson because I never get any great pictures of the Hudson of, of Hudson. So I take my picture and all of a sudden Hudson leans up and he's looking like, who is that? Dad, somebody's talking. I have my AirPods in, so I don't hear nothing. So I turn it down and it's two women across the street from their house door just looking at me and Hudson. Hudson's like, I think they're talking to you. Maybe you need to listen so i turn it down i'm like huh is this your car and they're just like what do you mean is this your car why are you talking to us we're walking my dog is looking at you because you're talking to me what's up oh well why are you taking pictures of that car so i'm taking a picture of my dog i'm like if it's really that serious i can delete it it's not that deep oh no but uh I'm just saying, like, somebody's car window is broken and you're weird for taking a picture of it. I said, are you on crack, cocaine? I'm like, I just told you I took a picture of my dog. Is this your car? I said to both of them, I said, is this your car? No, it's not our car, but it's real sus. I said, guess what? I'm minding my business, walking my dog. You're minding our business right now because you think it's okay for you to talk to me. If this is not your car, shut up and go back inside. And mind your business because you're minding my business interrupting my dog walk now so i really hate when people think it's okay for them to interrupt or be a karen over something that is really not theirs because that white on white roller with no see-through tents from florida had no right being in philadelphia if you are in a city that you are not local to you do not come there with a car that stands out and you have to park it on the street. Street parking in any city that you're not from is very, very, very sketchy. Especially if you feel like you're in a hood. You don't do that. You don't do that. Luckily, I have a garage, so I don't got those problems. But unfortunately for whoever car this was, that happened. And so happened, my dog was in front of the car. I took a picture of my dog. Y'all need to mind y'all business. How do you feel about other people minding your business? Say, for instance, Marcus, if you're going to your car and you see that your tire is flat and they're just looking out the window, just staring at you, at, staring at you, and you're like, hey, can I help you? And they start going on this tirade and they don't know it's your car. Like, how, how, how would you feel about that? Somebody just getting in your business and you didn't ask them for anything. You didn't ask them for anything. How would you feel about that? I mean, I find that people are very nosy. Um, to Thank you. With, so it's 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 a bad it's a bad trait. I think I'm more intrigued with this rant about how you and Hudson can talk to each other. How fluent is Hudson in English? So he said, "Hey, Dad, the window." What did he say? He said, "Hey, look, somebody's talking to you," and he just stood like this and like. Listen, when you get your dog, you'll understand, you know, you have that Ooh. sixth sense of language. <laughs> we're, not sick... gonna, we're, we're not going to dog shame me because I haven't got one yet. We're not going to Oh, no, 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 no. 
we're not dog shaming because you'll have Hudson to practice with. So when you get your dog, you can, you know, get that Dr. Doolittle incident inside of you. Okay. So he just like, it's the dog freeze up. Like, no dog owners, dog owners, you know, when somebody's speaking to you or speaking to the dog and the dog doesn't know this person, they legitly freeze up in that direction. It's like an arrow. It's like them pointing straight at an arrow. So that's kind of like what he did. And that triggered me to be like, I think somebody's talking to you. So the moral that's story how you know. is mind your business and get up when Marcus says you can get up to exit the plane. Okay, that's the moral story. <laughs> we're going to go, but we're going to come back with even more of Keep That Vibe podcast. Say box because you know the New Yorkers like to say box. You say box, you can say girlies don't like the word box, so I'm saying because okay. they'll be like it's a bonus hole, and I know that book. I know that book. Do you heard me? Uh-uh. Can't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just learned that uh, Bukaki. Mm. I just learned. I, I I just learned about Bukaki. What the hell and is that? So I pronounce it as. I know what it is. Go ahead. Is. Yes, she does. Pause it, Lawrence. Pause it. Because remember, it's gonna no, be hard to see. No, this is good stuff, wrong. girl. Right, I, whatever. This is fine. All right, whatever. That's you. Um, it's when you have one person in the middle, mostly a white person, and it is a bunch of guys around them, and they all like nutting in their face, and she's like good sucking night. everybody's dick, Ooh, and they all just like. Night. Right, Lawrence? That's, no. that's a bukkake. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like you just sit there. Jeff and told me that. Like, slut it out. Have you been the recipient of a bukkake? Me? Yeah. No, thank you. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Please. Okay. All right, girl. Please. Let me count the girls in. Do I- count them down. I get that. <laughs> Five, four, three, two. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Keep That Vibe Podcast. So we've been running this segment for maybe what the past episode or whatnot, but it's a good one. So here we are with Air Vibe. Basically, we're just gonna tell you what we've been listening to this week and you know our thoughts about it. So um, this week, we're going to go and we're going to go with Andre 3000's latest album called New Blue Sun or Blue Sun. We're just going to go with that. Um, And this album is really nothing vocally rapping. He's not vocally rapping. He's playing instruments. And these instruments are, you know, more of a wood or like, you know, flutes and stuff like that. And it's legitly like no lyrics to it. Um, I've listened to a couple of songs and for me, it's great to relax to. Uh, it's, it's great, you know, if you're going to go and take a luxurious bath with a lot of bubbles. It's great to listen to, you know, when you want to fall asleep and it's raining outside. So um, that's my takes on it. How do you feel about it, Marcus? Um, I think that first let's talk about like the song titles. Like they're very long, but it doesn't go with the actual song. So like, for example, one song is called, and I'm, I'm not picking this up. It's actually called 
I swear I really wanted to make a rock album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. That is a lot for a title. And then, I don't know, I just feel like he just has these long, drawn-out titles, and mm-hmm. he's just playing a flute on, on, on the, the track. I, I feel like if he wanted to do more, then may, if he wants to tell a story, then maybe he could, like, add more instruments to, like, show, like, how maybe it's, like, good in the story, and then the the beat goes high, and then, like, he needs more instruments, basically. Andre, your titles are not matching the actual songs, and... I didn't like it. I don't know. I felt maybe I'm not really into that whole. It's not even neo soul. What is this instrumental? Instrumental. Um, contem- contemporary. I don't know what whatever you call that category of music. I'm not really mm-hmm. into it. So I'm definitely giving it um, negative one out of five stars on Yelp. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying what. That. At least Brandy scored higher from you, so yeah. that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um. <laughs> I just feel that actually I wanted to ask you since, since you said that do you feel like the soundtracks from the Disney albums are better than this release from Andre 3000? I feel like you're trying to attack me because I le- like Disney, but I'm a le- I know you love Disney. I know you love Disney. I'm going to say this first of all Disney soundtracks have words both in English and in Spanish. Hey Encanto. And I think that they have a message that connects. So I'm not going to just play a violin and then say that the name of it, the name of the song is called Cold Stone Ice Cream on a Sunny Day in August. Okay? I'm not going to say mm-hmm. that. Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. actually make sure that it's connected. And I feel like it's not mm-hmm. connected. I feel like maybe, Without lyrics. maybe Andre is like, but you could tell a story with just music. Because yeah. you know, if it it could it could like have like a mood or something, and maybe the artist may have to explain it afterwards. Maybe I need for Andre to explain to me the song, and then maybe mm-hmm. then I can get it because I'm not getting it on my own. And he's not really doing a good good job at doing it. So okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you know, it's it's a no no for me. It's, but it's, you can listen no to it. You, you can li- yeah. listen to it while you. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think yeah, about it? Rate, rate, for, rate the album. For for me, um, I like you know music that's just like background music with no lyrics. Like you know, like I said, you know, it kind of helps me calm down. So um, I'm gonna give it maybe like two stars because it's like you know I respect Andre 3000's work um, from him being solo and also from him being with Outkast. So I know his vision, you know, like I, I know who he is as an artist. So, you mm-hmm. know, him, him just, you know, basically taking him playing the flute and like these percussion instruments, like woodwind instruments very seriously. It's like, okay, he's taking it seriously. So I feel like we should take it seriously and give him a chance. You know, we, we, we love Hey Ya. We love majority outcast songs. Shout out to Bombs Over Baghdad and Sorry Miss Jackson. Um, so we know Ooh. the caliber of work. <laughs> there you go. Um, but guess what? He is for real with this album. And you know, it might make somebody's daughter cry, but it's not intention. It says it's 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 not intentionally, you know. He's trying to heal the world, I feel. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna give it a two. I'm going to go and listen to it, you know, a little bit more in depth. Maybe I'll listen to it while I'm in the bathtub or, you know, 
uh, lighting a candle, and we'll see if that changes my rating. But yeah, that's that's how I feel about it right now. That's nice that you give an artist, you know, ratings based on their previous work and on their current work. I think that that's that that's different, but it's your rating, Lorenzo, right? I'm saying it it it, it wasn't so different when you compare Brandy's album to Full Moon, but you know, we don't want to no. talk about that. We don't want to talk about that, do we? No, I want to talk about no. relationships, which is coming up next. <laughs> so keep that live to keep that vibe podcast where Lorenzo and I will talk more about the relationship vibes and give you guys more information about that. Keep it live. Yeah. It's the way you act, 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 act. Welcome back to Keep That Vibe podcast. And we are back, back 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 with a new topic for this week called the relationship vibe so now i know many of y'all are asking and i said it earlier yes yes marcus's white heart everybody yes. say love yes love yes say love thank you love, thank you. love. <laughs> boom 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 all right so um you may think why do i have this sign behind me to say sorry we're closed we're closed because um, I chosen to not go into relationships for the last part of the year. Um, so my door, as Nini would say, the door is closed. My door is closed, okay? But we good, the door is closed. The door is closed. Um, and I'm okay with that. A, a, a lot of people, you know, in the world feel like, you know, they need to be in a relationship to, you know, kind of get to know themselves better and how they would kind of like interact in a relationship. But for me, I'm all about self-awareness. I go to a therapist, so I don't need nobody else telling me who I am, especially in a relationship. So for me, relationships are on timeout. I'll see y'all in 2024 when I'm ready to start this dating journey again. But right now I'm good. I'm real good. Marcus, um, not going to ask you to have you on your relationship status, but, you know, how do you feel about relationships in general, like romantic relationships? Well, as you as you know, I'm here in the city of love, Paris. You see the Eiffel Tower? Over here. Right there. there. Right yeah. there. So <laughs> I, I actually, um, I want to be in a relationship. Um, currently right now I am single, but I do want to be in a relationship, and I think mm -hmm. that it takes a lot of work to be in it. So I do understand your views of you saying it's closed because it's not something easy. And I feel like kind of navigating through this dating scene nowadays is really hard with the expectations that are on on people to be in relationships. Like it's really hard to navigate. So I feel like if you have to kind of figure out what you want yourself first, and then if you do, then you have to kind of make sure the other person that you're trying to develop something with, that they are ready as well. Right. Lorenzo, what what led you to kind of close the door on relationships? Um, closing the door, uh, it's it's kind of been a little bit rough, um, with some last encounters and you know, I just had to kinda of like take a step back and be like, Am I the drama? Am I the villain? Is it me? Um, and you know, it's come a point that uh, it's came a point in my life where it's just like, you know what? Something has to switch up here because I can keep on going with the same method I've been going with, which has worked in the past. 
but now I feel like we're in a new like type of generation of dating and you know people really preferring things over the other uh, as like communication preferences or like you know um, how they want to be supported in talking stages or dating and it's like a lot of things that we really didn't understand back then we just thought we were going to get together and it's a relationship but no there's there's things deeper now that we actually have to sit down and talk about with the other person like you know your expectations like i said how you want to be supported how do you prefer a communication method um like you know uh can we be around each other a lot or do you like your space you know so with all that kind of like coming to the forefront i would say maybe around after the pandemic after we all had to kind of like get back into the in person seeing each other going on dates instead of virtual dates i think you know a reset needs to happen for dating in general so that's kind of like why i'm single and like why i choose to close the door right now because there needs to be a reset somewhere and i've pushed the reset button myself but just because i did doesn't mean everybody else has as well and the people i may encounter so i guess because because we are talking about about relationships like i guess my first real question is like what do you think nowadays people want Think people want to be single or think people want to be in a relationship because I find like a lot of even like celebrities a lot of these couples that have been together for a short time and for a long time are like calling it quits and it seems like people are not really trying to put the effort in to be in a relationship so it makes me really think like is that something that as a society we even want or is it that just people have to just try to fight harder to be in it what do you think well do you think people want to be in it or do you think they want to be single um to be honest uh i feel that people want the idea of a relationship being in a relationship being in a bond with somebody but they want to have single um tendencies if that makes sense so you want to move like you're single but at the end of the day i'm with somebody else or like i have a whole you know significant other at home and it doesn't work that way. Like it, 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 it doesn't work that way because I could be sitting here on Instagram saying I'm single, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, knowing damn well I have a partner at home and just playing in their face. Now my partner feels invalidated. You don't want to claim me. You don't want to put me on social media. So it kind of ties back into, you know, people wanting to look like they're single, but in a relationship and it's confusing. So I'm going to go and say people want to be single and not in a relationship. I definitely will agree with you on that. I think that a lot of people are kind of swaying into like being in a relationship is just not what they want to to do. Um, According to feelandthrive.com, it says that 20% of Americans have cheated on their partners. Whoa, that's a little high. It says 34% of Americans have considered cheating on their partners. And then it says, and I guess in some good news that 57% 57% of Americans had the chance to cheat on their partners, but turned it down. So in that sense, that's good. But I just feel like it's just <laughs> not the consistency of do you want this or do you not want this? It's like, right. kind of like, like the, the mixed messaging, because you were talking about all the things that you have to do to kind of talk to someone and be in a relationship with them. But it's like on Monday, you say that 
I like to talk on the phone and communicate. But then on Tuesday, you might say, I'm very, very busy and I actually don't like talking on the phone. But it's like, but whoa, you you just said you wanted right. one thing and now it's changing and it's very confusing. Right. You, like, you got to make it make sense. Like, if the math isn't mathing, it's just not mathing. And, you know, to kind of piggyback off of those numbers, wow, first of all, um, you know, just saying like 34% of Americans have considered cheating on their partner, that should be like very, very low, guys. That should be like maybe like 1%. Like, because you know, you guys can leave, okay? If you guys are somewhere where you don't want to be, or maybe like you feel like you're being disrespected or whatever is causing trouble in your relationships, you guys can go. I'm like, but now with that, you have to fine tune that as well. Is it more so that, you know, they've considered cheating on their partner because they're not being pleased in the bedroom? Are they being considered, are they considering cheating on their partner because there's like compatibility issues now? Like, you know, there's so many other things that can factor into that larger percentage of why they're considering cheating. But I think to know why you want to cheat, you have to have that honest conversation. Like what I usually tell, you know, people like, you know, if you're considering cheating on your partner, draw a T, a, a T chart, list the pros and the cons or draw a Venn diagram. Y'all know Venn diagrams from, you know, elementary school, you know, the overlapping circles. Yep. Um, draw that and, you know, put the good, the bad and the things that are not deal breakers in the middle and see if you can work those things out because who wants to keep on restarting? Once your relationship, you figure out it's not working, who wants to keep on restarting? Who has the time to keep on doing that? So these, these numbers are wild, but like I said, that 34% should be down to 1% because we're all, all our adults, majority of us, besides the teenagers in high school, we're adults. And it's like, if it's not doing what needs to be done, then you can go, you can go. There's, there has to be no hard feelings there. You know, you can just say, hey, this isn't working. But it's, it's a, a, but it's a real choice you have to make because let's just say that you're with someone that is not cutting it, but you have to think about like, do you want to try to make it work with them to make the changes that they have to make? Or do you want to try mm -hmm. to go back and start all over again? Because sometimes starting all over again, looking at like the, the dating pool, it's like a little crazy. So you're like, do I just want to just try to make this work with this over here? Or do I want to try to jump back in to jump back into the whole the whole scene? So sometimes it's not right. as easy as one, one, two, three, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not easy. And we can kind of see this with like Kiki and Darius at this point. Like, you know, uh, there's been a lot of people saying like, oh, you know, allegedly this this uh, DV has been happening for almost over two years. Why didn't she leave? Like, you know, sometimes you see the potential in somebody and you see the better in them. So you want to stick around so they can do better because you care about them. And, you know, like um, my EP, uh, well, our, well, our EP, Dante, he kind of, you know, was talking to me before and he was telling me like, you know, uh, you got to make sure you like you're not building sandcastles. So, you know, sandcastles is a reference to Solange's sandcastle disco song. If you haven't heard it, go on and listen to it. Um, but it's basically explaining, like, don't blow away my thought of you having the biggest potential and us being together and running off into the sunset. And it's a fairy tale ending. 
Like, we don't want you to blow away that potential thought that we have of you being really great. And, you know, not really having as many flaws, but we're compatible, you know? So, um, we just got to make sure, like, collectively, as all adults, like, you know, we don't build these sandcastles that are easily able to be blown down or taken away. Because when they are taken away, we're sad. So, I, I, strong, I just think strong walls. They would have strong walls in your house. <laughs> my next question my next question about relationships is um do you think that you prefer to have like a one-on-one connection with someone or are you open to having like multiple partners and i'm not talking about like being a whore i'm talking about like a um polygamous no uh, slut shaming here no slut shaming no. okay you're right would you rather no. have one-on-one with a person or would you rather have multiple partners in a group together trying to establish something that's what i'm gonna say okay got it got it got it um for me i'm very monogamous um so i like the one-on-one action (laughs) um i cannot do the um the poly relationships because i'm very jealous um i like who i am a committed relationship with to be for me and only me until they feel like they want to leave the relationship. And then once you say, hey, I'm exiting, cool. You can go and start dating whoever you want as long as we're not together and that's cut off. Fine, go ahead and do that. But yeah, for me, I can't, I I, I just can't. A lot of people's like, oh, you know, have you thought about it? I've thought about it. I reviewed it. I, you know, slept on it. Shout out to Danny Kane. But um, yeah, no, I, I honestly can't do it. What about you? In my mind, Heather Headley, I can I can do it the whole poly and multiple people. In my mind, in my mind, in my dreams, it's an amazing mm-hmm. concept. Mm-hmm. And I think that I wish I had the maturity to actually do it. But I think similar to you, I would eventually get jealous if the spotlight's not on me from each person. So I, <laughs> so I think <laughs> that for me personally, I would prefer to be with one, one-on-one with a person. But, you know, there could, could be a lot. But I would, probably, I would pick one-on-one as well okay okay one-on-one and 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 now to you our vibers like you know we want to know also you know you you can chime in on this like you know is is you know being monogamous okay for you or do you feel like you know polygamy works for you hopefully i said that right um polyamory maybe um do you feel like you poly (laughs) poly um Polly Pocket, do you feel that you can have multiple partners also in a unionized relationship? Um, I don't know if you see Marcus, but there's been like a lot of couples coming out now that are throuples and they're actually married with children. And I'm just like, wow, that is love. I can't see myself doing that, but I love that for them. <laughs> in the city of love. Everybody love. say love. <laughs> love. <laughs> love. Love. There we go. Love. <laughs> Over there. <laughs> um, Lorenzo, but you had another oh, question. Man. Yes, yes. I, 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 I definitely have another question. I think, you know, this can round it out. Uh, my question is, Marcus, like, you know, do you feel like it's okay to be friends with an ex on social media while you're in your new relationship? Do, like, do you think that's okay? Or do you feel like that's a boundary being crossed? I think the real question is, how did it end? 
Because, I mean, for some people, it ended on a good note. For some people, it didn't end on a good note. So if right. if the X is not even blocked, because that means that you guys are in, like, a good place, then I think that if you were following each other, then you should. But just keep that open line of, of communication so that if your, your new partner says, oh, like, why are you following this person? You could just say it. I feel like hiding stuff is not not good. And but I also want to change my whole life to just do it. Like if I was following them before and there's no like bad bad blood, then I want to mm-hmm. follow them. And but I want to make it obvious, like not keep it hidden or keep it like a private account or like you can't see it. The new person can't see. It. Like I want to say like this is the person that I follow because I was was following them. Now I'm not mm-hmm. gonna write to them privately or you know, like stories and stuff. But if I was following them and we're in a good place, I think that I would would want I would want to be able to do that. I don't think it should be a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, what that 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 definitely makes sense. And you know, I I kind of have to agree with you. Um, I've been there in the past, uh, and you know, it's just like if me and the ex are not like sneaking around if we're not you know cheating on you know our significant others with each other if nothing wild is happening and they're just there in the background then they're just there in the background and that's just all it is and you know i think a lot of people get carried away a little bit because of social media and they were like, oh, well, you know, you still following so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Let me see your DMs. Like, first of all, it's not that deep. And y'all need to, like, trust your significant other when things like this happen. Because guess what? If you speak it into play, guess what's going to happen? That might happen down the road if, you know, there's more accusations. Like, hey, like, you're only friends with so-and-so because you want to be a sneaky link to them or whatever. Okay, well, guess what? You keep on accusing that person. Maybe when that person does have infidelity episodes, which I hope they don't, guess where they're going to go? To the person you always accuse them of being with. And it sucks. It sucks. So, you know, I just feel that everybody just, you know, needs to mind their business. If you met your significant other and that person was already on the social media, then leave it. Leave it. You only come in when they start seeing each other and, you know, two plus two is actually equal in four. The math is mathing. You have your receipts. Then, yes, jump in. But if you don't really have receipts and everything is accused and we're being a, a, a little bit insecure here, I think people just need to relax. It's just social media as well. That's how I And feel I think you got to you got to also watch out for that that girl that be banging on your door. You know her? Her name is Jealousy. Jealousy okay. is is jealousy is a bad <laughs> There she go. <laughs> she she's a bad bitch and if you let her in your house, she going to fuck up the whole set. Okay? She she, so... she going to whoop your ass. <laughs> she going to whoop your she ass. You want to make, sure, make sure that like if you do if you are in a relationship that you kind of control the whole jealousy part of it and trust the person that you're with that, you know, you guys have, have a, a commitment and you guys are going to be able to figure it out and try to make it work. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with you on that one. Well, that was our relationship vibe and hopefully you took something away from this. And uh, for those who are single, it's okay. You can be single and still do you. It's fine. And for those in a relationship, 
Keep on pressing on. Love each other. Ooh. And do good. Do good. Do good I like, by each but, other. For those that like want to be like single, put hashtag Lorenzo. And for those who want to be in a relationship, put hashtag Marcus. That'd be nice, see? Okay. We have the opposite. Okay. I see you. I see you. I see you. I, I see what you did there. Well, we'll, um... be right, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. We'll keep that vibe. Welcome back to Keep That Vibe podcast with your boy Marcus and Lorenzo. Now, sadly, Lorenzo, we've come to the end of the podcast. But first, we have our question of the day that we want you guys who are listening in to be able to comment on. So the question of the day is, at this point in your life right now, would you rather be in a relationship in the city of love in Paris, or would you rather be single? The door is closed like Lorenzo over there. So we want you to comment in the comment section on YouTube and let us know what you think. And we're going to pick one person next week and we're going to show them, um, not next week, sorry. We're going to pick one one person next time and read their comment to show mm-hmm. them and find out what they thought about the actual topic. Hopefully it could be you. Hopefully it could be you. Not you, but you. And you, and you, and you, and you, and you. She yeah, so ain't I'm, no I'm diva. <laughs> she ain't no diva. I'm very uh, interested to know to know how, how you guys feel and to see if team single or team relationship is going to win. All right? Right. But, right. Lorenzo, as you know, we got to the end. So, you know, we have, we have our shots here. So, as always, take a shot. And remember to keep that vibe. Cheers. Oh, oh! See y'all next time, okay? Bye. Comment, comment, please. Heavy. Bye. Thanks for watching. Keep that vibe podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to Keep That Vibe podcast on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. See you later.